comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. My name is Ichabod Crane. Good morrow, and welcome to the Ichabod Cranecast, the podcast that recaps each week's new episode of the Fox television series Sleepy Hollow. I am Aaron, and joining me is Brandon Peters. Hello. Uh, Maxwell is unfortunately away on secret duties, being taken care of by himself and the ghost of Benjamin Franklin, so he will be out next week. Hopefully he comes back with a sword. Hopefully, indeed, the Master Sword, which is what I'm calling that sword from uh, last night's episode. The Master Sword. I'm aware that we, we've been gone for a week, and even this week, we only have so much time and, you know, bodies to, you know, help go over this episode, let alone deal with Gotham Corner. Um, don't, don't do the theme yet. Uh, we'll get there. Um, so we just want to, we want to provide like a, bi- a mini episode here just to, you know, have something for you listeners to, you know, take in and appreciate before we get to the fall finale next week. Um, which we'll all be back for, and we'll you know certainly have a full scale episode for that. Um, so with all that in mind, uh, let me go. We missed last week's episode, which was Mama. So let me go over that one real quick, or at least describe it, then Brandon and I can talk about it. Uh, Mama was about a series of mysterious deaths at Terrytown Psych, which led to Abby and Ichabod to discover that an especially surprising spirit was involved. We'll get back to that in a second. Um, and this week we had Magnus Opus, which has Abby and Ichabod on a quest to find a weapon of ultimate power to kill Moloch, the Sword of Methuselah, before the Headless Horseman can stop them. So two episodes we'll talk about today and in fairly brief succession. But before we get to all that, before all, all of that, Brandon, it's time now for Gotham Corner. All right, so Brandon, I'm aware that you, you've only watched some of Harvey Dent, which was from two weeks ago, correct? Yeah, I've, I've, I've gotten behind on fellow Gotham. Yeah, so we, we have Harvey Dent and we have this week's episode... That I forgot the name completely. What is it called? It got a fresh rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw that. I got it. Called Lovecraft. With that said, I, Brandon, you haven't finished Harvey Dent, right? But no, you, I have not. But you, you've watched. Some, you got to. You got to feel for the Harvey Dent character since he comes up pretty quickly in that show, right? Yes, yes. It's 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 very um, pilot esque introduction worthy. Yeah, where they just kind of give you everything you need to know about this character yeah. pretty broadly. Yeah, but I mean. Degasso's, uh he he can be, be a front presence. I think he's a nice pick for a television Harvey Dent, so I'm excited to see where he goes. Yeah, I'm a fan of the Harvey Dent character. I think I might have even talked about this on the last Gotham Corner we did for the show, but um, I like that character. Um, I, I hope he does more and does things better in future episodes, but between this week and last week, he's just kind of like, oh, here's another guy. But with that said, that episode, the uh, Harvey Dent episode, without spoiling it for Randon, who hasn't you know finished it yet, I think it's an okay episode. I wasn't I wasn't thrilled by it, especially given that Harvey Dent is in an episode titled Harvey Dent, yet he's not really featured all that much, um, which is kind of a shame. It's like, why call it Harvey Dent then? But regardless, that's that episode. And then last night's episode, the mid-season finale, Lovecraft, I was a fan of it. I really enjoyed the fall finale. I, I liked the kind of the turns that happened and where it kind of ends up, because I believe that'll change some of how regular episodes are structured until other changes are made in the future. And just, I, I like seeing these plots kind of come to something of a head, and I, I've i enjoyed the Bruce Wayne character in the show much more than I was expecting to, maybe because I just didn't think we were going to have much Bruce Wayne in it. But with that in mind, I, I liked what they did with that character and the cat character. And uh, yeah, so 
for the most part, I, I think it's a, it's a strong wrap up for this half of the season before we get back to you know more Gotham in January. And well, uh, good to know. Yeah, yeah. So something to look forward to, I guess. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. So that was Gotham Corner. All right, so let's move back into Sleepy Hollow now. Let's talk about the show. Uh, normally, we'd have some rating stuff to go into, but that's that's Maxwell's side of the coin, and he's unfortunately not here with us. But he'll be back next week, so we'll, we'll talk about it. For now, let's just get right into the episodes. And first up, we have Mama. And uh, so, uh, Brandon, do you, what, what are your general thoughts on Mama? Uh, it proved the show really needs Ichabod Crane. Right? In the mix. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was just, I mean, I'm not saying the story was bad. I, I kind of like the, the Jenny and Abby's mother type story, but it really could have used some makeup on because Howie just, he's like extra Jenny. Yeah. I already have Jenny. So it, I just, it, it was like, I'm watching, I'm watching this, the show and I'm what, and, and it's made and every is something I've been thinking of every week now. It's like, why is Holly here? Like, what is he adding to this situation? Like, unless he's going to get killed in the fall finale next week, which yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by, I guess at this point, given that something shocking needs to happen. And it's like, well, who's a character with that's really expendable. They did advertise that somebody must go. Ex- yeah. So unless there's some kind of sacrifice he's making and I've had like, you know, plenty of time to get, know who this character is. I just don't see the point of like, I don't mind him, but Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think we've described this like, what was the purpose of adding it? Like, we the show like need as I joked is like, did it need to add another like hot light guy to like balance out the the diversity on the series or what? Because I don't I don't see what he's bringing to the equation besides random magic, which Jenny could easily do. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's the first like redundant character on Sleepy Hollow. I, I mean, up till now, like everybody there's everybody's had their own little flavor and then he's just bringing the same as what jenny does yeah so we have an episode with, with less with less of a tie to yeah, anything exactly so we have this episode where it could have easily been ichapod and abby going to Terrytown and with jenny and doing the exact same thing but instead they're like let's give ichapod a cold and knock him out for a majority of the episode and let this <laughs> other character that we don't really care about compared to the you know the relationship between ichapod and abby and follow that for like an hour with that said I like the Mills sisters. Like I like seeing them together. I thought they did some, and especially acting wise between them and the uh, uh, the mother character Lori Mills. I mean, I, I thought it was a strong acting effort from the for the for the episode. Yeah, no, no, it was yeah, it was there. I mean, it was just it was just missing the key factor of Sleepy Hollow. I guess that we we know here is you know it's Ichabod Crane and then the Ichabod and Abby relationship. It it, it became a stale anybody's uh, supernatural show. Yeah, but I mean the ingenue Ellis plays Lori Mills. I, th- I thought okay. she 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 made a, a nice presence in no, the. No, she uh, was good. She was good. I mean, I I don't think it was a bad episode per se, but it was just it was it was missing something. It felt it felt a little bit empty because of that little that little extra that that Ichabod brings to the story. And I mean, to, not just his his quips and his characters, just there's just the thing that the character brings to each mystery that was I agree because I, I feel like the argument could be that because Ichabod's not there there's not like that lightness to fall back on but the that the show's done you know scary with while still having Ichabod and Abby together so it's not yeah. like we it's not like Holly was making the episode more terrifying because Abby was like isolated or anything like that I, I didn't think that was the case but, I think it's just Holly's like a character that I mean we could get on any other show I feel that's so, a good way to put it. Yeah, it's just you know bland action guy, and that's yeah. not to put down Matt Barr's performance. I think he's doing fine as Holly. No, I don't, he's, I don't, he's fine. Yeah, it's not I, his and fault. I, and I don't dislike the character. I just don't see the need of him. I guess, <laughs> which is yeah. also kind of put, a bad way to put it. But, I think. I mean, it, see, we're getting a lot of him and a lot less Irving, and I think we all like Captain Irving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're like, why are you focusing so much on this guy? And and Orlando Jones, who is a fan favorite of the show, and they know that they've. 
they've they've sidelined like this entire season. I, I mean, he, he's got on, he's yeah, yeah he's got that story, but I mean he's done nothing. I mean based on how this you know half season's wrapping up, either we're all going to be very sad because he's gone, which I incred- I really doubt. I don't think that's going to happen. Or the next half of the season we'll have a lot more focus on Irving. Or, or it's, yeah, this has been in. set up for a major thing for him for the second half. Exactly. So I mean we'll we'll see how it and that, I mean that could be like the the one who falls, not necessarily dies, but just like turns to the other side or becomes you know some kind of Moloch robot or something like <laughs> that could easily yeah, happen since, yeah. he has, since they have his soul and all that. But yeah, I mean as far as the um as this episode as, as Mama goes, what else was going on? We had Katrina dealing with. So she had the, the baby. Yeah, she's still she's still seeing the baby. She's taking care of it, just according to plan. Yeah, and and she, I mean, she she gets to a point where she wants to destroy the baby, but she can't see, she she can't see past her humanity, uh, which is the way uh, Henry puts it in the next episode, I guess. But I mean, so she lets it live and it grows. And we know that it's going to be something evil, which we find out even more about in the next episode. But as far as this episode, I want to just go back to the kind of the middle sister thing. Because I, I really, I mean, aside from the issues with how we got to this point in the series with the lack of Ichabod and whatnot, I really do think that um, Nicole Bahari and Lindy Greenwood, they do a terrific job here. Oh, they're great. Sisters they're... And they, they're dealing with the, the loss of their mother and like finding out the truth behind it and this evil nurse character. There's a lot of good stuff here. Yeah, I, I love the suppressed memory that suddenly comes back and, and it gets introduced and flipped on its head in the same episode i like when they they knock out all the the stuff on the terry tent they, they make that they find that mural behind the wall like that's mm-hmm. there's some cool oh, stuff. That, yeah that is really cool stuff I, yeah. yeah i like that mural part yeah that was great and then i like the the transportate the teleportation when uh, uh abby would just be transplanted to that uh abandoned wing of the hospital i thought that was cool and then the villain of the episode was really cool too yeah the, the nurse yeah, evil. I mean, and, and it's not much of like a stretch, I guess, to um to, to give us uh, an, an evil hospital setting. That's not a, that's not necessarily something that's like terrifically inspired. But at the same time, it was effective. I thought there was like you know some creepy cinematography going on, and the kind of the, the use of the the spirits or whatever you want to call it, like moving around the hospital. Like there was it was it was good stuff. Just not like not mind blowing stuff. But at the same time, I thought it was for an episode because we don't get a lot of. We certainly haven't gotten a lot of Jenny, despite her, you know, being a featured member of the, or you know, an actual cast yeah. member this season. But even Abby, like we only we we like this character. I both of us do, and I mean we we certainly know a lot about her. We like the relationship between her and Nick, her and Ichabod. But it's nice to get an episode that does pretty much focus on her and her relationship with her family and her past and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we've all liked Jenny. I think I mean last season we were wanting more Jenny, and I think she's been added to the main cast, and we still want more Jenny. Yeah, and her, her, and I mean the only substitute for Ichabod really is Jenny to go on a mission with. That works at this point. That's available because you know Irving's and behind well are locked up in an institution. But yeah, I, I this episode would have been just affected just just Jenny and Abby. Holly just I mean maybe have been just added too much, or maybe he was supposed to be the audience's avatar for being going around with them. Not understanding, I don't know. Eh, I, I mean, I that's what I think. Those those are a lot, a lot of the things we pointed out. I'm sure are ways that that it was intended. We just do <laughs> how effective that was. It's what's really you know the thing yeah. that's weighing on us. With all that said, I mean the yeah, I mean it wor- it, it works as an episode for the most part. It's just yeah, we have some questionable things about you know why it went certain routes, but I certainly you know wasn't. I liked the episode overall. I thought it was. I thought it was you know despite us picking at stuff, I, I really thought it was highly enjoyable for sure. And um, I did like uh, Ichabod uh, eating uh, matzo ball soup. <laughs> yes, that was great. And yeah. then the, 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 falling asleep. 
and yeah, not only eating a uh, matzo ball soup, but like begrudgingly accepting that it's very good and like hiding that fact. Like I like that a lot because um, it came Well, it kind of gave us the idea that you know Abby kind of likes to get away from Ichabod once in a while. All right, so with uh, with all that, I think that's uh, that's all we can say about Mama. Better than the movie. Better than the movie Mama. There you go. And we can now move on to the next episode, Magnus Opus. Uh, now, Brandon, I'm aware that you didn't quite. You, you, there were some there were some problems while you were watching this episode that had to deal with real life news. Yes, stories. there was real world issues. Um, a decision was made, and it took 24 minutes out of my Sleepy Hollow time at one point, and then another five for the epilogue. So, so, so yeah, you, you didn't quite get the entire episode, but I think given that we're doing a mini episode, we can yeah do as much as we can here. Well, with that said, Magnus Opus, I guess I'll go into my thoughts on the episode first and you can just kind of chime in where you where you were able to you know see and acknowledge certain things um i think my now i like i like this episode i think it's fine but i think my issue was i forgot that next week was the fall finale and not i thought this week was too (laughs) yeah because i think it because gotham had his fall finale so that kind of helped and which makes me wonder if it's going to be like a two-part finale next week which would be pretty awesome but but i doubt it i think it's just one uh, one hour episode but at the same time, I think because I had that mindset, I was maybe expecting something more, and that never quite came until I realized at the end. So, like, I have to go by hindsight of, well, it did do all this to set up for that finale. And with that said, this is an episode that had a crazy fight between a headless horseman and a gorgon. And that's not yes. something you see every day. So. I did get to see that. It did come back from one of the things during that. I was like, whoa, okay, this yeah. is cool. So I mean, what what this episode essentially is is really um, an episode about Abraham. It's a, it's very much an episode that builds the character of Abraham, the headless horseman, of course. And this is again an example of Sleepy Hollow surprising me with the idea that the headless horseman gets a lot more character development than I might have expected when initially watching a show called Sleepy Hollow. Um, yes. Because yeah, we get so we get a lot of flashback to Ichabod and Abraham kind of becoming expanding their friendship and knowing more about the relationship with Katrina. And, and just learning about how the two kind of interact with each other overall, which leads to kind of this epic duel at the end of the episode, following the, of course, the Gorgon fight between the Headless Horseman. And... Did, this have, did this have flashbacks? It had flashbacks, yes. I it, missed all you, of them. You missed all the flashbacks, yes. Yeah, so all was, of the flashbacks. Like, the, in the fight, you saw some glimpses of the fencing, correct? Yeah, yeah. I saw, yes. like, it, it, it had... Like, a... we, I figured that was from last season, because I thought I saw them fencing last season. Uh, but... the, yeah, they had a whole flashback devoted to them fencing. And talking about you know the you know the uh, knowing that basically this episode should have been called Know Thyself by the way like they said Know Thyself like all the time throughout this episode so it's, <laughs> uh, there yeah there's there was that flashback there's another flashback with uh, Ichabod talking with Abraham again and then Katrina arrives and there's some flirting going on there but Ichabod or Abraham's like unknowing to this at the time it's just a lot of stuff to set up the character and then of course obviously in current time we have a lot of Abraham. Dealing with Henry, dealing with Katrina, dealing with Abby and Ichabod. Like, he's all over the place in this episode. And, um, you know, kudos to the show for making this work. I mean... Yeah. It, it, I, I might have, have... I think we've all kind of recognized some issues with the momentum of this of this season of the series. But at the same time, it is trying to... It's trying to delve into some of the other areas previously unexplored as Sleepy Hollow. And some more than we might have wanted. But others that, you know, are called for, such as... The, one of the you know lead villains of the series, which is the Headless Horseman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's, it's doing just fine. Um, I think a little bit of the Horseman's journey. I, it feels like you can you know where it's going, but then again, maybe we don't. For sure, yeah, because I I mean we've we've speculated about 
who could be on what side by the end of this half season or by the end yeah. of the season or, you know, as the season goes on. So, I mean, Abraham certainly, <laughs> he's no closer to joining the side of Ichabod, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, there's stuff going on there that makes it, you know, more complicated. And I can, I can admire that. This episode yeah. as a, this episode as a whole, it's, it's fine. Like I like, it's basically, it's, it's doing its best to be something like an Ichabod, uh, an Ichabod Jones, an Indiana Jones type series where it's, Ichabod and Abby have to go find something. The Headless Horseman gets there first, but he's like he's digging in the wrong spots because Ichabod and Abby they find the they find the hole that leads down <laughs> to a gorgon. <laughs> and by the way, a gorgon. We do we have a gorgon yes. on the show. <laughs> That's the world we live in. Um, I tweeted. I was live tweeting the episode last night, and I, t- I was during the fight between a gorgon and the Headless Horseman. I tweeted, "If anyone that turned it, tuned into Sleepy Hollow for the first time right now, they'd be having a blast because they wouldn't know what the hell the show they were watching." Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's like. What? I well, want to keep um, watching this. <laughs> was was that a mocap Derek Mears playing the Gorgon? I assume. I am. Yeah, it said Derek. Like Derek Mears was the first name that popped up in Special yeah. Stars this week, so I just assume so. Yeah. Like how many how many monsters is he gonna play? Like I, this is this is quite fun. At first, I was <laughs> expecting like the Kindred to pop back up as soon yes! as I said that happened. <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh, they're gonna bring the Kindred back. And then they were talking when I came back from one of the uh, the news interruptions. They were talking about. Not looking at or something. I was like, "Oh, are they talking about the kindred? Is he back?" Oh, it was the Gorgon. Okay, but I was like, I got a little bit of excitement. I was like, "Oh, they did bring the kindred back, but they didn't." What was I saying? But yeah, I mean, it's like it's it has like an Indiana Jones type style quest going on where they're trying to get this sword of Methuselah. So they're trying to get an ancient artifact, and they go underground, and they have to go past this Gorgon thing, and then there's the so there's that whole scenario happening. There's also Abby dealing with like trying to pick the right sword, and there's choose like, wisely. Choose exactly. There's this choose wisely situation happening here. She chooses the wrong one. She chose. Poorly, and it all turns into snakes, and then Ichabod gets in there, and they figure out how to do it, and they get the sword. I thought it was awesome when they got the sword. I liked I thought, it yeah. being in the water, revealing with the fire, and then him pulling out. That was that was cool. It was, was like it got was, me really excited. It reminded me of uh, I was thinking both Legend of Zelda and Indiana <laughs> Jones because like oh he got the Master Sword. Meanwhile, yes. meanwhile Henry has the shofar of time as he's like blowing on it to signal like right. the arrival of Moloch. <laughs> it's like what video game am I watching right now? Yes. Very true. Yeah, it was very video game cutscene-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's what's happening on the other side of things. Katrina. So Katrina, like at the beginning of the episode, she contacted Ichabod to tell him about this whole sword, or tell about Moloch being present and everything. And and she used him. She used like a mirror. She forgot to turn the mirror off. Well, like it is revealed that Henry's allowed her to do this to begin with. So he was he was he was doing this the whole time. And we get a lot more setup, basically, and that's what I kind of I was realizing this as the as like this episode it can't be that there's not much more like how what how much more time am I going to be able to spend on some of these things? So yeah, I was kept expecting like something crazy to happen. It's like oh no, there's another episode next week that made a whole lot more sense at that point. Uh, but yeah, so at the end of the episode, we do get like Henry's announcing Bollock's arrival, and you know that's that's probably not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Molly grew fast. Uh, the boys go, grow old so fast, you know. You, you I, I thought it, I thought it'd be another a little bit before that, but I guess we got to get that fall finale. Yeah, fall that. Like, what else happened to this? Episode? Oh yeah, the whole the Irving stuff. Basically, uh, so mm-hmm. Irving at the end of Mama last week, he escaped. We might forgot to mention this. He Irving. Oh, that's right. We forgot to mention all of Irving in Mama last week because yeah. he was in there too. Like Except he almost killed himself. We want more Irving, but we're he, gonna talk about what he does do. He almost killed himself last week's episode because the like, yeah. evil evil spirit nurse was like tricking him, and he almost drowned himself. Um, at the end of that episode, Irving finally escaped from Terrytown because he's like, I've had it. I'm out of here. <laughs> he's like, I don't, I'm losing my souls. I'm nearly dying. I need to get out of this place, apparently. He had that window. I got to take it. So with that in mind, 
um, he he escaped, and at, the, at in this episode, Jenny's driving him. Um, presumably across the border to Canada, but at some point there's like a checkpoint, so he has to jump out of the car. Some, Irving did some, or Orlando Jones did some quick tuck and roll moves to get out of the car, and like the, he takes like a burner phone that Je- that uh, Jenny had, and she's like, "Call me when you get, and I'll get to this spot. We'll meet up again." She gets to that spot. Irving decides, you know what? I'm not doing this. He pulls a Nick Fury and the Winter Soldier, and decides to put on a hoodie and go undercover. He's gonna stay in um, America and try to figure this out himself. So we don't, yeah, we don't know what's coming up from for Irving, but you know he's still around apparently. Yeah, I, that was cool. I love. She's like, I can't stop this. This is as slow as I can go. Yeah. That was <laughs> yeah. suspicious. And then when he jumped out, it was going really slow. I was like, okay, I thought it was going to yeah. be like him, like duck and roll, duck and rolling hardcore. But it was just a, I could have, I could have done that. Yeah, that jump. But yeah, uh, no, that was yeah, it's pretty cool. More Irving, undercover with a hoodie. Yeah, I'm telling you, he and Nick Fury should meet up and they could. Uh... Yes. In the hoodie club, undercover hoodie clubs. But yeah, so the, I mean, this episode, yeah, it's a lot of setup, basically. Even like the, uh, like the, like the Walking Dead this week, which I talk about on the Walking Dead TV podcast, also on HHWLED Podcast Network. It's a similar sort of thing where it's a lot of peace moving. A lot, it's a lot of setting up things for the fall finale. Right. Uh, in next week's episode. And like, it's, you know, you need these kind of episodes. That doesn't make mm-hmm. them necessarily super memorable. But at the same time, I have, once again, a headless horseman fighting a Gorgon. So it's automatically memorable. <laughs> and, yeah, it's uh, not exactly calm, calm before the storm, but it's it's moving pieces into play. Because like, yeah. sometimes you'll have those calm before the storm episodes that are kind of like a one-off, this lighthearted before things get really serious. and Or you'll have something like this where it's, you know, not, I mean, no, not a lot of feet have moved forward. You're you're only a couple steps ahead of where you were when you started, but you've moved everything into place for a, a bigger finale. And they, they have to happen in order for things to run smoothly. And this this wasn't bad. No, for sure. I mean, I, as someone that saw the whole episode, I was entertained by it. It had a lot yeah. of. It, had it went a, by fast for me. It had a gorgon. Like, yeah, crazy. it had a gorgon. It had stone bodies of people that a gorgon froze on the show Sleepy Hollow about revolutionary war hero like a pod yes. crane fighting a headless horseman. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I mean, and, and Abby fight like dealing with like swords that turn into snakes. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, did you find it funny when um, the the horseman took the shotgun and put Ichabod up against the wall, and then like Abby pulled the gun on him, pointed at his head. I'm like, what's that gonna do? Yeah. Most things involving the headless horseman's head always confuse me. It's like he can hear a lot really well, and like what's the th- what's the threat against the horseman? Like he seems pretty invincible. So I don't. Well, like there's the new rule this season uh, of enchanted places yeah. you can see his head, like so that you can have the actor and he can speak. So John Noble doesn't just sit talking to a guy without a head for hours. Yeah, and it more it seems more and more like hey, we realize that we have a lead villain that has no personality because there's no head on him, so we read we need to basically say a wizard did it every chance we get so we can have Headless Horseman's head back on his head. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a it's like a hole that they knew they dig them dug themselves un, into, but now have to be like, hey, we need to deal with this thing, guys. <laughs> so we we yeah. we have a whole new villain, so that helps. But at <laughs> least we we still need to do something about this guy. Yeah, I mean they dug that hole when they made it personal. I mean I think when they started they had, yeah. I mean he was just like you know oh stuff's gonna go really go down right now because he showed up, and he was like a big scary goon. But they they personalized it, gave him some depth and. Now we got you know you got to know more you got and if he's gonna be around he's gonna be colluding with a another villain you can't just you know have silence and if there's one thing that Ichabod and Abby hate it's collusion so collusion. Yes. we'll uh, we'll see how things turn out in the next week's episode and uh, with that said Brandon do you want to read the description for next week's episode yes is it the Akita or the Akita I think it's the Akita the Akita <clears throat> the Akita unforeseen sacrifices must be made and loyalties are put to the ultimate test in the fight against evil. 
So there you go. That's the, that's the preview for next week's episode, and I guess we'll we'll see what happens. Any any predictions you have? Um, man, I I really, you know, this someone's gonna someone's gonna bite it, but could it be the horseman who makes the unforeseen sacrifice? Because that'd, be, that'd be surprising. That's for sure. I want to, you know, because it feels like okay, it feels like you know, because I I can see things as like production wise, outside of the you know just being a fan and stuff and. You have Jenny Mills and Howley who are overlapping each other, so you think you could bump one of them. Well, Jenny's not a main cast member, but and getting rid of her would make it personal, but then you're left with Howley. And then Howley, you'd bring him in for doing basically nothing and then never never um, going forward on this love triangle you introduced. So I, I don't think any of those characters would really be in play to be killed off. And then... I doubt they'd kill off Orlando Jones because he's such a fan favorite and they've yet to do anything with him. So I think the horsemen can make a sacrifice here in a, a surprise turn because we still have other horsemen to fill the void. And he's not a main cast member. I mean, I, I think I'm going to go along with my own theory of uh, Orlando Jones maybe being turned over to the dark side by making some kind of sacrifice. Not necessarily dying, but just kind of flipping to the other side for whatever reason. I mean, he, he fully realizes that future vision he had, and we get to see... Yeah, we get to see badass Orlando yes. Jones, like, yes. using flame swords. Twirling, yeah, twirling <laughs> flame swords, and yes. Yeah, it'll be the Force Awakens for Irving, that's what we'll see. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's... Uh, you know, and Brandon, I forgot to mention that the cold open for Magnus Opus, we got another one of those things that you love the misdirect um, involving Ichabod oh. and Abby dealing with one thing that seems dire, but turns out not to be. Yes, it's in the, the, it was Indian poker. Is that what they call it? I think they just called it Heads Up, the app. Heads Up? Uh, yeah. oh, the heads, heads Up, derived from that yeah. old, old school game. But yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty funny. I, I knew, I loved when he, he talked about the, uh, the the wooden, or the the nose boy or something. He was the wooden, the wooden nose boy, yeah. That the wooden of, nose boy. Yeah. And then, yeah, his... You know, Ichabod teaches history from his perspective. He was it was a web of lies. <laughs> I, I wanted to see him describe Cher, though. I was yeah, I was I saw I the Cher on her head. I, like, yeah. I was like, I have to. You know, come on, and then, no. It's a ra- rather manly woman. Used to have a television program. <laughs> <laughs> she, if, 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 not only I could turn back time, she could too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but all right, with uh, with all that said, I think that's going to wrap it up for this. Uh, this turned out to be a little bit more than a mini episode, so there you go. Um, Lucky you, listeners. We, we packed in content, though. We got two episodes of Gotham, two episodes of Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> we got it all <laughs> <Yeah>. in there. <laughs> so, um, so that's going to bring us to the end of our tale in the hollow this week. Feel free to email us at ichapodcranecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at ichapodcrane or facebook.com slash ichapodcrane. You can follow and like those pages. Um, all of our episodes are on iTunes. They're also at hhwlod.com, which is the podcast network that hosts our show, along with shows like Walking Dead TV Podcast, Out Now with Aaron and Abe, which is a movie show that I co-host with my friend Abe, and other fun shows about comics and TV and video games and stuff like that. Uh, Brandon, where can people find more of your work on the Internet? Oh, you can find my work at whysoblue.com and my blog, Naptown Nerd, which is naptownnerd.blogspot.com, where I'm currently having a month full of Nightmare on Elm Street articles and stuff, and then... Sorry, next month we'll be uh, doing some Lord of the Rings stuff. Very fun. Um, and I'm on Twitter, at BT Peters. And you can find me at Aaron's PS4. I also write for Wise the Blue. I write Blue reviews and movie reviews there, as well as on my personal blog, thecodazeek.com. Find us and tweet at us and email us at the show and find us on the Facebooks and all that, because we're we're happy to you know go into Sleepy Hollow with you guys. And, of course, also iTunes reviews and ratings. It helps out our show if you guys could log on to itunes search the ichapod crane cast and write a small review maybe even add a star rating it's pretty simple and you know it just helps our show out helps other people find the show and whatnot 
And uh, so, yeah, uh, with all that in mind, I think that's going to do it for the Ichapod Cranecast this week. So Maxwell will return next week, and we'll have a full-on show. We'll talk about the final episode of this fall f- season, this, you know, the fall finale. I'm sure there'll be you know plenty of stuff to go into. But until that point, that's going to do it. So until next time, heads. Move on. Good morrow, y'all.